I'm Greg Jarrett. I'm Sandra Smith. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, May 12th, 2020. I'm Trey Yinkst. The global economy continues to suffer as coronavirus paints an uncertain future. It's really hard to think rationally when you're worried if you're living paycheck to paycheck, if you're a small business owner and not sure you're going to be in business next month. This is the Fox News Rundown. Global Pandemic. With some countries that reopened for business in the wake of COVID-19 seeing a spike in new cases, there are medical and economic concerns about a second wave. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest headlines on the global COVID-19 outbreak and hear from the CEO of Diversifund, Craig Cecilio, about how the world economy will weather the coronavirus storm. Starting first, though, with a report from the Wall Street Journal that says Chinese economic data indicates a V-shaped recovery is unlikely. It's a stark reminder that the unemployment limits in production, and sharp drops in sales could last for a long time worldwide. The Chinese city of Wuhan, where the coronavirus outbreak first began, is now reporting six new cases. This comes more than 30 days after lockdown restrictions started to be lifted. Now to the United Kingdom, that will stay in lockdown for the time being, unlike many other European countries. According to a new study, 24% of UK jobs are at risk of permanent or temporary layoffs. The same study expects UK GDP to shrink by 9% and says that it could be years until a recovery returns the GDP to normal levels. Finally, in the United States, the stock market continues to make significant gains despite massive unemployment numbers. Goldman Sachs believes there is set to be an 18% drop in the S&P 500 in the next three months before seeing it finish up the year up 2%. The analysis comes as U.S. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin says American unemployment levels could be close to 25%. So what should you do with your money amid these highly volatile and uncertain times? Well, I think we're still a little concerned about if there's going to be a second wave or not. I think that's kind of the elephant in the room here. And a lot of the consumer confidence, some of it might come back, but it might be a little premature. This is Craig Cecilio, the CEO of Diversifund. So I think we're really kind of guessing and we just have to kind of uh, see what happens and uh, the other side is is the leadership, is is our confidence in leadership. As we're more confident in local and state governments, I believe people will go back and spend more, and that will be directly reflected in the stock market. California has been in the news this week for Tesla and Elon Musk saying that he wants to have his factory up and running despite the fact that the state government was limiting the ability to do so. I mean, that's one example, but there's companies across the United States, some that are trying to reopen, others that are waiting this out. When you're looking at the way that companies are operating across the country, I mean, how concerning is this in terms of the larger economic outlook? Uh, It's very concerning. We we definitely don't want to lose Tesla. I think they're going to work something out in that he's just some kind of compromise but it's, it's necessary to have businesses open. Now, I think we're all ready for that. I think there could be a, a better measured response and get people back into the economy, get people back into work, get people back into spending, and hopefully we just limit the damage. There will be a lot of damage done, but how much we can limit is the question. You've built a unique platform that allows everyday investors to – participate in the stock market and make smart investing choices. Can you tell me about your platform and 
sort of what you're advising people to do with their money during this very uncertain and highly volatile time? Yeah, so our platform came out of the last downturn. It just took the, the government a good six or seven years to really pass the legislation from the last downturn. And so we, we created something through technology to allow the everyday person to build wealth long term. And the greatest transference of wealth happens during downturns. So we're positioned pretty well to let the average person, the everyday person, participate. Our minimums are pretty low. They're not as much as most of the people who are really benefiting now, and I'm not sure if you've read about this at all, is there's some people, the top 1% are making a lot of money right now. I've heard they're doing really well in the stock market. They're buying distressed assets. And what happens to the middle class? The middle class gets cannibalized in these time periods. So we, we we have a vehicle here for the middle class to take advantage of it. Uh, they don't have to go in with millions of dollars. It's low minimums where they can get started so they could prepare to come out of this in a better position uh, than they might have otherwise. When it comes to investing, a lot of people, especially new investors, are making decisions out of emotion. And you often hear and read about financial advisors and other analysts and those who are really tuned into the markets like yourself, reminding people to not, for example, uh, sell when their stocks go down or or buy as they see these massive trends and, and volatility happening. I mean, how do you calm the emotions of the American people amid what is a very scary time, this coronavirus outbreak? Well, that's, that, that's, a, that's a good question. How do you calm them down? It's really hard to think rationally when you're worried if you're living paycheck to paycheck, if you're a small business owner and not sure you're going to be in business next month. There's a lot on people's minds. But to get all through that, you want to see if, and get through to them that there is opportunity right now. Things do pass. We do come out of this. Every downturn, new businesses rise. New people become successful. There's great transference of wealth. So the more awareness we give people and look at that, hey, things do get better. They will get better. Just kind of hang in there. Do everything you can possibly to get through this period and put yourself in a position that you come out if you can, with an advantage. I know you have a lot of experience in commercial real estate as well, and I want to shift gears here and talk a little bit about not only the housing market, uh, but also the commercial real estate market. I think there Mm -hmm. is this ripple effect that we're seeing, and many states and also the federal government encouraging this type of policy that allows some people to push off having to fulfill some of their commitments when it comes to rent. And we're seeing also the renegotiation, uh, not only in the United States, but around the world of certain leases in an effort to try to keep companies and businesses afloat amid this pandemic. I mean, what are some of the long-term solutions during this time to basically find a way to ensure that when Americans do get back to work and they are out spending and shopping and going out to restaurants again, that they're actually going to have choices for places to go to. Yeah, we're, we're focused more on the multifamily real estate and some of the numbers that we have from May compared to May last year. It's, there's really no change in, in people making their rent payments. So that's overall a, a good outlook, good outlook. And people are, are feeling the need to, to pay their rent. And that's good. That's a good behavioral pattern. As far as commercial real estate, you got to you got to jump down into what is that? Is that the hospitality? Is that retail? Is that shopping centers? There's going to be a modernization happen. People are going to have to adapt. You're going to have to change the way they do business. 
there's going to be some opportunities for some people and some businesses are just going to, who haven't kind of embraced kind of the, the digital world are most likely going to not be able to come back. Uh, so there, there is going to be, I think, a little pain in, in those markets, a little softening in those markets. Could be some opportunities for some people. Renegotiate your lease. If you have a new business idea, you might be able to go in at a, at a good rate in the beginning. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure most most of the landlords will be willing to work with you and work with everybody and in uh, taking advantage of those PPP loans that are out there as well. You've been listening to Craig Cecilio, the CEO of Diversifund. We'll be right back. So when you're looking at the average American, and, and you mentioned at the top here the concerns about a second wave of coronavirus. But when you're looking at someone who is just waiting for their small business to reopen, or someone who's just waiting to go out and maybe go out to a restaurant again, what do you think governments and municipalities should be looking at in terms of what standards need to be met before they reopen for business? And then also, where does this line lie between keeping the country locked down and ensuring that Americans are safe? Ooh, <laughs> that's, that's a good thing I'm not a politician because it's, it's, uh, it's, it's political, uh, some of the answers. We, we, we have, I've, I've, just the governor here, G- Gavin Newsom, he, he had to roll back. We had a big uh, issue with the closing the enti- all the beaches in the state just because some beaches in Orange County did not practice social distancing. And, and I know the local governments here fought that back. Other local governments fought back saying, hey, we abided by the social distancing rules. Why are you trying to make us suffer because of this? And so you're going to have to see some type of compromise. Nothing's going to be perfect at the end of the day. Again, if you're immunocompromised or fit those uh, risk categories, I think there's going to be a certain set of, of, of guidelines for that. Just make sure you practice social distancing. Uh, I think you have to put that on to the individual business owners and, and people, but you, you can't make it perfect for everybody. We're not uh, going to all have be tagged. Hopefully we're not all going to be tagged and, and they, they're tracking our, our distance between each other. So there's going to be a, a little bit of a, uh, of um, confidence in people to take care of this. And at the same time, it, it, they'll be, we'll be exposed to other people. Yeah, there's, there's going to be a second wave. Some of us may, may uh, get infected because of that. But for the most part, I think we could reasonably get back into, uh, into society. And then finally, for Americans that do have a little bit of money saved up or they're still employed and they're uh, taking some of their paycheck and they want to invest it, whether they're using your platform or others – what would you suggest to those Americans, middle class, who have some extra money and are looking to invest? Where should they put their money right now? There, there's opportunity out there, and it, it's it's more a lot of it's based on uh, your your risk profile, and and if you like to do things uh, that are a little risky, there is some great opportunities out there. Uh, our our platforms, I'd, I'd say, since we're investing in real estate, we're more conservative. Uh, definitely take advantage of these opportunities. This is where you could really uh, create long-term wealth for yourself. Just really think rationally about it. Look at your choices that you have. Look at uh, what you believe to be uh, something that's beneficial to you, not for yourself, maybe for yourself today and for generations to come, because this is where generational wealth gets made during these downtimes. 
Absolutely. Craig Cecilio, the CEO and founder of Diversifund. Craig, thanks again for your time. Great. Thanks, Trey. Appreciate it. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.